Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your chief security fanatic here. And in future tech news, we actually need to talk about the upcoming jobless future, quote unquote. Many people have talked about this. I've actually talked about this here as well. Quite frankly, I think we have a lot of variables at play, but the bottom line is with the rise of automation and robotics, we are going to see a lowering of basically many different types of jobs. Goldman Sachs has also predicted, thanks to the growing uh, artificial intelligence and all of that, that 300 million jobs will be affected, at least 30 million will be displaced. Well, now we're starting to see evidence of that happening. And what we do longitudinally, I think, is super important. Now, what's prompting this one? And some recent news that I read in Korean publication ET News about Samsung. That's right, the largest company, I believe, in Korea. Now, Samsung is uh, reportedly planning to make all of its fabrication facilities fully automated within the next six years. And they've already begun development of a system, a fabrication sensor, that will lead, basically, to human-free facilities according to basically this report from ET News. Now, bear with me here because I'm translating uh, through Google Translate uh, on this. Uh, and so I thought that was really, this was really interesting. But again, bear with me as I'm literally making sense of this article uh, for that. Now, here's what's going on according to ET News. Samsung is basically building an intelligent semiconductor production system that will ultimately not need humans in the production process whatsoever. Samsung says... And this will increase productivity, it's going to save them a whole lot of money, and it plans to basically apply this new fabrication sensor technology to real mass production fabrication facilities uh, starting very soon and within the next six years, pretty much have the whole thing automated. Now the sensor tech, interestingly enough, is so small that Samsung expects to be able to utilize them without actually having uh, existing impacts on equipment space, meaning they're not even going to have to buy more space to increase their automation, they're able to do it pretty much in the same, let's say, square footage or footprint that their current production facilities have. <clears throat> now, on top of this, and outside of ET, this ET News article, Samsung has plants in uh, and basically other infrastructure, like sales infrastructure, in 74 countries with over 270,000 employees. What that means is that this could actually lead to local economic issues in dozens of countries as potentially tens of thousands of people, essentially, or, or even more, get laid off from Samsung. And so that really begs the question, what do we do with humans? And, and I think that's an important one. Now, I don't think there's there's a, a good answer for this. You know, people have floated universal basic income. Uh, you know, I don't necessarily know if that's the right thing. But the bottom line is, we're not stopping having babies. The population continues to grow. The population continues to shift. Not everybody can be an influencer. Not everybody, you know, is needed. Uh, originally, oh, well, we'll just, you know, have the humans, you know, fix the robots. Well, what happens when the robots start fixing their own robots? I mean, these are things that we have to have honest, genuine discussions on because we've got a whole lot of people out there that are already starting to feel disfranchised, disenfranchised or left behind. By virtue of that, that anger is going to grow. Now, I'm not saying we're going to go Amish here anytime soon. We shouldn't go Amish. But the same token, as basically we have these markets shift and adapt to artificial intelligence, we are experiencing basically creative destruction, meaning as we create new systems of automation, uh, you know, new drones, new IoT, new robotics, et cetera, et cetera, we are potentially destroying jobs. In the same way that when electricity came around, there were protests by the lamplighters in London because they have to go around and, you know, light the gas lamps. Well, that wasn't needed with electricity anymore, or the horse and buggy makers when the car came out.
So we've been through this before, but what we haven't been through is essentially an automated process that starts removing essentially humans from them. We could retrain the gas lamp people to be electrical technicians or the horse and buggy people to assemble cars. But what happens when the robots are doing the job that we used to do and there's really nothing else? Now, I'm not saying that that's going to necessarily be the future. Something else may innovate around that, or we may simply have to come up with a system that says, look, there's going to be an unhealthy percentage of the population that simply cannot be employed because, quite frankly, the robots are doing everything for us. And that's, <clears throat> I'm not saying happening in six years like Samsung, but it's sure happening, and it's probably going to happen in our lifetimes to a good extent. And so what do we do with that? How do we address that? That is, I think, one of the biggest and most important questions. And it's not even political. It's simply, what do you do with all the humans that can't get jobs? I've talked about this with younger people as well. You're 16 years old and you're getting that job at McDonald's or somewhere else. It's not about the crappy paycheck because the other side of the coin is the socialization aspect that jobs and careers bring. But for raising generations that, you know, don't have to work, uh, you know, a McDonald's booth because I'm talking to an AI and a robot is delivering my Big Mac, then how are we socializing a generation? We're becoming isolated on top of it. And that's the other side of the automation coin. So we continue to grow the population, we continue to be more isolated thanks to technology, something's got to give. And so I don't have an answer, I don't have a crystal ball, I think the things we've talked about before of how to address this actually just do need an honest discussion. And I think, I think right now there's real discussion and there's no bad answers, they just have to be analyzed and figured out if they're good or not. So there you go, that's my two cents, but moving forward, understand that if you're working a job that essentially a robot could do, an artificial intelligence uh, you know, entity could do whatever that is, including some aspects of my job as well, then here we are. So there you go, your food for thought for this Saturday, and good luck to us all. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please, time to stay private. Thanks, everybody.